You're listening to The Royally Made, a different kind of podcast helping you grow in power, purpose, and grace. Let's see what it really means to be a royal daughter. Welcome back to The Royally Made Podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. It has been a while since we've done this. Life just happens and things get pushed off, but I have determined that we are going to start this thing back up for season two. I'm super excited. We're moving into my favorite seasons and I'm just so excited for everything that we're going to get to talk about here. So without further ado, grab your coffee or your tea and get your Bibles and let's dive into today's episode, which is all about stepping out into the unknown. So Jeff and I were hanging out the other day and he's gotten into this video game called Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is a pretty awesome game. I'm not going to lie. I've really enjoyed watching him play it. He'll be playing it and I'll be on the couch reading a book, but I'm kind of watching him play it. And it's just this beautiful story for those of you who don't know, kind of set in medieval times. And the hero's name is Link and he's on this quest to help Princess Zelda take back their kingdom of Hyrule. What I want to talk to you today about, I know you're like, what the heck does that have to do with the Bible? And we were watching this video game and there was a cutscene, and Princess Zelda was with Link and she kind of had this moment where she explained something to him. She found this flower um, that's kind of outside of the kingdom and it's growing in the wild and it's called the Silent Princess. I know, right? Just the greatest name for a flower ever. And she said this to Link and it really stuck with me and I want to share it with you. This one here is called the Silent Princess. It's a rare endangered species. Despite our efforts, we can't get them to grow domestically yet. The princess can only survive out here in the wild. All we can hope is the species will be strong enough to prosper on its own. When I heard that, I literally just felt it all over. Jeff looked at me and he was like, that spoke to you, didn't it? And I was like, yes, yes, it did. And it was just such an amazing little bit in the game. I wasn't expecting it to get that deep. And all of a sudden, I just felt like God opened up this quote to me. And so I kind of want to just share it with you and kind of what God was showing me is, you know, so often we try to stay in our comfort zone, right? We want to stay where it's comfortable. We want to stay where we understand everything. We want to stay where, where we don't have to face our fears. We don't have to face the unknown. We don't have to face struggle or, or frustration or the possibility of failure. We don't want to face those things. So what we do is we, we close ourselves in in walls of comfortability and walls of fear and walls of worry. And we almost build ourselves into this tower, right? That we can't seem to escape. And then we wonder why our lives aren't meaning anything, why we aren't having adventures, why our lives don't feel like they have purpose. And it's because we've kind of built ourselves into this tower of comfortability and of fear. You know, just like Rapunzel, you knew I was going to go there. Just like Rapunzel in her tower, she's constantly dealing with Mother Gothel, right? Who in a sense is kind of like the voices in our mind that are telling us, 
you can't leave this tower. Stay here where you're safe, right? She says, mother knows best. Listen to your mother. It's a scary world out there, right? You can't make it out there. It's too scary for you. You won't survive. You need to stay in here where you're safe and I can keep you safe. And it's just like this voice that keeps you from stepping out into the unknown. But just like the silent princess flower, you can't actually survive in a cage, You were not built for that. You were built for the wild. You were designed to go on an adventure. You were created to become your full self out in the unknown. And as long as you stay caged in, the lie is that you're safe in here. And the truth is you will die in here. Maybe not physically die, but your soul will slowly wither away and die like a flower or a plant that has no room for its roots to grow. It can't survive without sunshine and wide open spaces and fresh air and adventure. You know, something I've been learning about gardening, which is really interesting, what I should say is in my failed attempts to garden, what I have learned is that plants and flowers and anything that you grow as a seed needs pressure right? You can't just put a seed like right at the top of the soil and then let it sprout. It actually has to have pressure on top of its soil. That's why certain seeds tell you how far into the soil they need to be planted based on how much pressure they need in order to sprout up. They actually need the pressure of the soil above in order to sprout up and start growing. And that is just like us. We our royal daughters of the Most High God, we are not meant to live an easy life. It doesn't mean that God is bringing hard things into your life to make you a better person. That is not what I'm saying because that is not true. He does not bring hard things, but you were designed for hard things. A ruler was meant to rule, not sit on the couch and do nothing with her life. She comes to her full potential. She has the greatest influence and she feels the most fulfilled when she is ruling and reigning. And you can't do that without pressure. You can't do that without being out there with people's problems, right? We are the answer to people's problems. You have the answer as a Christian. You have the answer living on the inside of you, the love of God, the grace of God. And if we don't go out into the world and bring that to people, then you are going to live with a, a, a sense that something is missing in your life. Like you're not living in your full purpose because you're not. There are several things that can kind of keep us in this tower of comfort and of fear. And so I'm going to list off some of these things and I want you to think about if any of these pertain to you. So some of the things that keep us locked away from stepping out into the unknown is the fear of failure. I'd have to say that one reason why it's taken me so long to get back into this podcast is because one, the longer you wait, the harder it is to start. And so that's just kind of part of it, but also just the fear of failure. What if I fail? What if nobody listens? What if, what if I'm not actually good at this? What if this doesn't mean anything to anyone? The fear of failure will keep you stuck as long as you allow it. And we can't let that control us. We can't let the fear of striking out, keep you from playing the game, right? That's a famous saying, but you have to not allow the thought of what if I fail to stop you? Instead, we should be saying, what if it does make a difference? What if it does help someone? What if I can have an impact? 
That's what should be driving us. Another fear that keeps us stuck in that tower is the fear of rejection, right? Every single one of us is terrified of being rejected. Whether you feel like what you feel called to do is going to be rejected by people. Whether you think that you're afraid to step out in relationships and trust friends and trust possibly a future husband or whatever it might be, or trust your current husband with your feelings and with with your true heart because you're afraid of getting rejected and you don't know how you're going to be able to handle that. And that can keep you stuck. That can keep you from an amazing marriage. It can keep you from finding the right person to marry. And it can keep you from some of the best friendships that God has for you. And it can also keep you from helping other people. Because if you're constantly afraid of people rejecting you, you can never truly serve them. You can never truly help them if you're too busy worrying about what they might think about you. Another thing that keeps us stuck in this tower is the lie of self-preservation, right? If you don't take care of yourself, no one else will. So you need to stay in here where you're safe because people are going to take advantage of you. As Christians, we're called to serve. We are meant to get all of our security and identity and fulfillment from God, from Jesus. And when we do that, we can step out because we know God is taking care of us. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He loves you more than the lilies of the field. So why would you worry about what you need? Why would you worry about preserving yourself when God is preserving you? You are in his hands. And so that lie of you better take care of yourself or no one else will, that is keeping you stuck in that tower of fear and comfort. And the last thing that I'm going to mention that kind of keeps us in this tower, I'm sure there's many, many more, but one thing that I think we don't talk about a lot is indecision. And maybe this is a branch of one of these others, but I know that I struggle with this one probably a lot, is just simply indecision. You have all these ideas. You have all these plans that you want to do. You feel like you want to do them. You're not necessarily letting people stop you. You're not letting fear stop you in in that uh, kind of original sense, but you're just afraid to make a decision, to either make a decision on what to do, on how to do it, on when to do it. You're just stuck in this place of indecision. And that is a merry-go-round that the enemy would love to keep you on. It doesn't matter. Just start. Whether it's a dream in your heart that you've been wanting to do, just start. Start with what you have. Maybe you're not at the finish line. That's okay. You can't cross the finish line unless you start at the starting line and you start running right? So don't let any of these things keep you in this tower of fear and comfort. Write down what you think your major reasons are that are keeping you from doing the things that you know in your heart you're supposed to be doing right now. The things that are keeping you from being a woman who steps out into the unknown and blazes the trail ahead and has an adventure with God. It may not mean you're literally traveling the world, but there is an adventure to be had. And there are things that can stop us and we need to first recognize, write down what those things are. Then we call them out and we see them for what we are. We shine light on them and then we can start addressing them one at a time. The enemy would love nothing more than to keep you in this tower of fear and comfort, lulling you to sleep with these lies, just like Mother Gothel, making you fall into almost like a trance, like Sleeping Beauty, where you're just kind of there. You're just kind of taking up space. You're not really helping anyone. You're not blazing any trails. You're not making an impact. You're not even really loving your life. You might be comfortable, but if you're a Christian, you can't truly love your life and be excited about your life 
if you're completely 100% in your comfort zone. And he just wants to keep you in that space. And what I want to help you do is to wake up from this sleep, to wake up from this trance and get going on the life that God has for you. In the tale of Sleeping Beauty, when Maleficent puts the curse on Sleeping Beauty, it's so that she would die. And then one of the fairies who has her gift left to give to the, to the young princess, she changes the curse from death to sleep. She's just going to fall into a deep sleep. But what she says at the end is, with true love's kiss, the spell shall break. And that gives the princess an opportunity to wake from her slumber and to continue on the journey that was set before her to be a ruler for her people. And when I hear that, I always think about what Jesus did for us. We were stuck in this sleep, and a lot of us still are. And so we're like, you know, what is it that wakes us up? What is it that kind of breaks this haziness off of us, that breaks the power of our fears, that breaks the power of our, of our comfort zone? You know, what is it that breaks that? Because it can feel very real and it can feel very debilitating. You know, almost like I know fear is holding me back, but I don't know how to step out of it. What will break that spell, if you will, off of your heart is a revelation of how much God loves you. True love's kiss, right? Understanding what Jesus did for you, getting to know him, spending time with him, allowing his spirit to speak to you on a daily basis and speaking back to him. When you grow in an understanding of how loved you are by God, not because of everything you've done, not because of the adventures you've been on, not because of how well you've handled your fears, right? That's not why he loves you or doesn't love you based on what you do. He loves you so much because you are his daughter and that is enough for him. And when you can grow in an understanding of how much he loves you and how much you are truly loved, that breaks the power of fear over your life. It doesn't mean that it happens automatically. It doesn't mean you don't have to take a step of faith, even when you feel afraid. But that understanding of God's love for you will give you the strength and ability to take that step of faith and to start walking away from the tower of your fear and your comfort. Now, going back to Tangled, of course, when Rapunzel understood who she was, that she was the lost princess, it wasn't just that she was some girl that this woman had raised. She was the lost princess, the rightful heir, and the person who was meant to rule over her kingdom. When she understood who she was, all of a sudden, she had the courage and the strength to stand up to Mother Gothel, to stand up to her fears, and to walk away from them, right? All of a sudden, you see this shift and this change in her. Well, what changed? She understood who she was. And too many of us don't know who we are. We don't really understand who we are and the, the love that God has for us and the place that we are in his kingdom, the place that we are to serve as heirs and rulers and royal daughters. If you really understood that, you wouldn't let fear or comfort or worry, keep you from walking after your king, down a path, blazing trails, going on adventures, it wouldn't stop you. But it's stopping us because we don't really know who we are. And when we begin to understand the place that we're already in, that we are already royal daughters, Rapunzel didn't have to do anything to become the lost princess. She was the lost princess, right? 
And that is exactly the place that we have in God's kingdom today. And when we wake up and realize that, nothing will be able to stop us from walking with him into the adventure that lies before us. I want to leave you with one of these scriptures that has always really spoken to me. And it's 2 Corinthians 6, 11 through 13 in the message version. But I'm going to change just a couple of words because Paul is writing to the Corinthians. But the way God has always shown me this verse is our father speaking this to us as his daughters. So I'm going to read it that way to you. My dear, dear daughter, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open, spacious life. I didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your life isn't small, but you're living it in a small way. I'm speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection. Open up your life. Live openly and expansively. I really want to encourage you to read this scripture to yourself like every morning, anytime that you're feeling discouraged or in fear, because when you understand that your father is right there with you, not just going, all right, well, you know, I have this life for you. If you're willing to take it, that's not his attitude towards you at all. He is not begging, but he is so concerned for you. He wants to lead you into this wide open, spacious life. Just like he said, your life isn't small. You're just living it in a small way. The smallness you feel is coming from within you. It's coming from inside you. It's coming from those voices that are on the inside of you that is saying, your life is not significant. You need to just be content. You need to just settle. That's for other people. That's not for you. That is a lie. And as long as you allow those lies to continue to play like a soundtrack in your mind, you will never walk away from the tower that you are in right now. But you can. You can walk away from it just like Rapunzel and in enter into a life that is bigger and more full and more expansive than you could ever imagine. One of my favorite quotes of all time is, a ship at harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are for. And just like the silent princess flower from Zelda, right? You were meant to flourish in the wild and you are never going to truly know the potential that is on the inside of you, who you truly are, will never truly be understood and recognized until you step out of your comfort zone and you enter into the wild and you allow God to bring everything into your life that will open you up to who you truly are. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope it encouraged you and gave you some practical advice for the journey ahead. If you enjoyed it, please leave a rating and a review to help out the show. And also be sure and subscribe to this podcast if you'd like to tune into future episodes. Until next time, remember to live your story well.